Your best life is more rewarding when you become a member of Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union. You can earn MyPlus rewards points for everyday purchases and banking activities. You even earn 3,000 MyPlus rewards points when you open your membership with Affinity Plus. MyPlus Rewards offers the potential to rack up major points and even bigger rewards. Use your points on vacation getaways, discounted rates on Affinity Plus car loans, gift cards from popular stores and restaurants, and cash back. Or pay those points forward with charitable donations. You've got a lot of great choices with Affinity Plus and MyPlus Rewards. Stop by the Brainerd Lakes branch in Baxter to learn more about your MyPlus Rewards earning power. Affinity Plus is federally insured by NCUA. Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus. I'm Tess Taylor. My guests today are here from Camp Ripley down in Little Falls. We have Chief Warrant Officer 2 Shane Haugen. He's the director for the Camp Ripley Visitors Bureau and First Lieutenant Greg Trunk, the Assistant Logistics Officer for Camp Ripley. Gentlemen, welcome to Community Focus. Thanks for having us. You guys have been busy down at camp, especially a few weeks ago when you were uh, getting ready to move on out to Texas. Let's talk about what that operation was all about. Well, last month we prepared and loaded over 2,000 pieces of equipment for Minnesota's 1st Brigade and moved those down by rail to Fort Hood, Texas. Uh, Took a lot of planning and coordination. We've been working on it uh, almost for a year, uh, some parts of it. Wow. And, uh, yeah, for the actual exercise, we had about 170 soldiers um, getting everything loaded up, chained down, and ready to move. How do you learn to do something like that? And, I mean, (laughs) and how do you test that the chain isn't going to (laughs) move? We saw the pictures of it, you know, it was all over social media and uh, and the newspaper. But um, how do do you prep for something like that? Uh, Lots of planning, lots of coordination. Um, You know, we use kind of what's called a qual crawl walk run process <laughs> right and you know here's how it works all right and then we do it um we had a lot of great contractor support that kind of came through people that do it all the time all day every day to make sure it was all strapped down and okay uh, nothing went wrong and, and so how long did this take what what's going on what's what are you doing down there talk to us about the whole operation uh, well on this end it took about 11 days to load 10 trains wow 10 uh, trains Mm. Yep. Uh, each train was about a mile long, uh, so we just kind of had it split in half and uh, put all the tanks, trucks, um, Humvees, all the military equipment that you kind of expect to see mm-hmm. with a unit uh, to get that loaded up. And then um, when it got down to Fort Hood, there was a team there doing the exact opposite thing, taking all the chains off and um, pulling them off the trains and getting them organized for the units to train down there. Now, there's got to be some planning, too, with the railway. I mean, making sure that this kind of a load can be handled by the trains, by the tracks, and and getting where they need to go, especially where it was going weather-wise, too. I mean, planning on that end. Absolutely. We've got a a good team. Uh, Now that we've been doing this a few years Mm -hmm. uh, for a few movements, there's a lot of knowledge and experience built into it and good relationships with the local railroads to... Uh, for them to understand what we need and for us to understand, you know, they still have an operation to run uh, with all their rail movement. So how that can all work together. Absolutely. It's just unbelievable when you see the <laughs> just the size of the operation moving down the road and the rails. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, so you said 170 soldiers were part of this? Yes. Wow. Okay. Now, how often do you do big operations like this? Is it every 10 years, every five years? Or what is it? It really kind of varies year to year and what the mission is. Okay. Um, this year's definitely been a busy year for us. We have the movement down to Texas, and at the end of this month, it'll be a movement back from Texas. So we'll be 
Uh, team down there is going to load everything back up, and we're going to uh, unload it up here. I was going to say, what goes down must come back up, yeah, I guess, that's huh? Right. <laughs> exactly. Um, Minnesota also has a, an aviation brigade that's setting to deploy uh, this fall. Mm-hmm. And so in late September, early October, they're going to be loading trains with their equipment wow. uh, to get that ready to go overseas. And it's and then coming next year, we've got the, the first brigade going to California, so we'll do it all again next year. For the same oh, stuff wow. that's in Texas this year, we'll come back and go to California next summer for the National Training Center at the Fort Irwin. And then it'll return again just a few weeks later and then potentially follow on mission. So it's it's not something we've historically done, uh, you know, for the past 20, 30 years. But definitely in the last handful of years, we have been exercising our rail operations at Camp Ripley. So then what's left back at the back at the home (laughs) base when uh, when all that stuff is gone? What are you guys doing there while that's all down there? Well, there's still units training. Luckily for us, uh, for Camp Ripley, uh, while 1st Brigade, the Minnesota Brigade, went down to uh, Fort Hood, 2nd mm-hmm. Brigade, the brigade out of Iowa, came up to Camp Ripley to train, and we ah, talked a little bit about their big right. exercise. And So they had about 2,500 soldiers training on Camp Ripley, kept us busy uh, for a while there for, for a few weeks. And, mm-hmm. uh, but we still have a few units doing annual training. We still have you know, day-to-day business going on. But, yeah, it is um, when, the, when the 1st Brigade left, it was a quiet place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I bet it was. Oh, my goodness. A lot of vehicles gone. A lot of full-time employees are down in Texas right now supporting and, and going through the exercise. And right. So to do these kind of large operations, there's got to be a lot of collaborations with not only the railway, but other entities along the way as well, right? Absolutely. We've, uh, you know, everybody knows Camp Ripley's the home to the Minnesota National Guard, but we also have a lot of state partners with the DNR and State Patrol, mm-hmm. um, people that have other training exercises and things going on in and around that. Uh, trains can take up a lot of room and block off a lot of roads. So it's down to the what time of day are we going to move the trains so that people can still come on and off post right. and do, you know, their jobs and, and the things they have going on in their life. Wow. Not only that, but but the 1st Brigade has to coordinate with all of their subordinate units that are located. This is a 4,000-soldier training event happening. Holy cow. And so all of those soldiers all over the state, and, mm-hmm. um, and then coordinating with Fort Hood to get the land and the resources, the ranges, the facilities available there, coordinating with the contractors, the exercise management team. This is a big operation. Wow. And so the soldiers that go down, do they stay on the base or are they put up other places? And I mean, how oh, is no, all that? Oh, no, they're loving life intense uh. <laughs> in Texas heat right now. Oh, I bet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, some of them are individual tents. Some of them are just finding a, a place up off the ground that's relatively sheltered and yeah. sleeping there. Now, this is this a, a serious training. This is a 21-day field exercise for many of them. So wow. they, they got off, off the plane, onto a bus, driven onto Fort Hood, and straight into a tent. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, oh, wow. it, it's one of the major stepping stones for us as we prepare to, to be able to deploy. Yeah, um, yes. the big capstone event will be the one in California next summer, but this is the event to prepare for that. This and is so. one of the gateways to get to Fort Irwin to get to the National Training Center. So they, wow. uh, and they have, you know, the the reason they chose Fort Hood is is this just physically it has more space. Yeah, so they're able to to do. Well, everything's more. bigger in Texas, boys. <laughs> more at the same time. I mean, sure. they can do all of the same exercises, the events, sure. uh, the requirements can all happen at Camp Ripley. Yeah, we just have to stagger the units in. But interesting. Uh, yeah, I think they're having a good time down there. Okay, so right now they're in Texas, and you said next summer they're going out to California. Yes. Yes. My goodness. All right. Well, we are, I'm sorry to say, but um, 
Well, I just can't. I'm still trying to picture this operation and how you guys pull it off, but it's absolutely amazing. Uh, but let's look ahead now as we're kind of winding down summer. Uh, you guys are looking ahead to fall a little bit. And uh, I know uh, Tony was in last month and was talking about an open house that you're having. But what else are we looking forward to here? Yeah, so we, we do want to hit on the open house a little bit. But yeah, we're like we said, the aviation unit is actually in uh, right now going through some of their pre-mob pre-mobilization training so they're hitting some of their requirements we've got some of the upcoming hunts coming so the deployed soldier and the disabled veteran hunts and then there's the public archery hunt that's happening in early october and you can go to the minnesota national guard website uh, Mm -hmm. for more information on that if you want if you if folks are interested in taking part in it that's where they need to start okay yes absolutely they go to the minnesota national guard.mil website and then there's an environmental tab Okay. And then you can go to the public hunt uh, from there, and you you can find the information you need there. But, mm-hmm. yeah, that's coming up. Um, as the summer's ending, we're going to start to see a lot more law enforcement uh, coming and training. So September, October are, are really busy months for us for the civilian agencies. So, mm-hmm. so that's good for us. But the open house, that's September 15th. That's one of our big events, and we are, we are really excited about that. So... Um, and the public is invited. Absolutely. So we, we hope to see more than three, four thousand people there that day. And wow. So it's a four-hour event. It'll be open at 10 a.m. Okay. And the key event this year is where the theme this year is the uh, recognizing the support of the Air Force. Oh, okay. And, and uh, we're doing that um, through Charles Kapsner is unveiling his fifth installment of his military art history project he's been working on for the state cemetery right next to Camp Ripley. Okay. So, He's got paintings, uh, murals hung in the cemetery wow. now uh, for the Army, the Navy, the Marines, the Coast Guard. And his final installment is the Air Force painting. Wow. And so we'll be unveiling that uh, on the 15th, and, and we're pretty excited. So Awesome. Other than that, we'll have static displays of military equipment. We'll have the full fleet of what Minnesota has to offer for Army equipment, all the way from uh, Humvees to trucks to the tanks, artillery, the Bradley fighting vehicles, uh, wow. Black Hawk helicopters, Chinook helicopters. And then with the Air Force, uh, they're planning to join us this year. So there'll be a C-130 oh um, at noon, an F-16 flyover. Cool. Uh, that'll be pretty neat. Um, they'll have uh, F-16, uh, kind of an F-16 mock display set up. Mm-hmm. Um, plus some of the local law enforcement will have displays out. It should be a good time. Okay, very good. And w- when you mentioned F-16s, and I, I don't think this was you guys specifically, but a uh, couple of flyovers here recently in the Pequot Lakes and north, uh, a couple of, of training sessions. Was that the 40, 148th out of Duluth, though? Probably. Okay. Yeah, it, yeah flying missions. But everyone thinks, oh, it's Camp Ripley. No, it's, the, no. it's those guys. <laughs> no, they the the C-130s come to Camp Ripley quite a bit. But yeah, yeah the F-16s, they don't, they don't come to Camp Ripley very often. Okay. <laughs> they were just doing training north in our area. So, yeah. okay, yeah. very good. All right, gentlemen, is there any Anything else that uh, we need to touch on before we let you go here? No, I good. I think that's no. it. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys, first yeah. of all, for your service and for what you're doing, and thanks for taking time to come and visit with us here today. Appreciate it. Well, thanks for having us. Thank you very much. Appreciate Our it. pleasure. All right. My guests today here from Camp Ripley, again, Chief Warrant Officer 2, Shane Haugen, the director for Camp Ripley's Visitors Bureau, and First Lieutenant Greg Trunk, the Assistant Logistics Officer for Camp Ripley. I'm Tess Taylor. That's today's edition of Community Focus. And don't forget, you can always listen to Community Focus anytime online at 1067wjjy.com. Brought to you by Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union.